is fucking boring. You know, crypto is fucking boring. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, the very fine Crypto Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, buddy? Uh, doing very fine today. <laughs> <laughs> I am no, coming man, doing... at you live from a Hilton Garden Inn in Troy, New York. That so is... that's a thing? That is something. I actually, um, last episode where I was... Uh, talking about sending you some uh, canadian halloween candy oh yeah um, Did you so send that's it to me? i have not sent it yet it's uh, it's on my to-do list for tomorrow so i, I got to do some errands tomorrow and that is on my list of to-do items uh but Full i did docs, ask you now oh my know my address well that's the funny thing as i plug in your address because i'd asked you for your address i plugged in your address into my phone and it kind of gives me like a little like when you plug it in your iphone it gives you a little map of where it is and i kind of clicked on it and it said, do you know how far, if I were to drive to your, to your house, do you know how far we are away from each other? Take a guess. Um, uh, let's see. So I know how far I am from Buffalo. I'm going to say roughly, give or take maybe a half an hour, seven hours. So a little, a little closer than that, actually. We're about six hours from each other. Oh, that's not too bad. Like, I think it was under, actually, it was like five hours and 50 minutes. I don't like, that's, that's really a, not that bad. That's a reasonable drive. I think I could... Uh, yeah, and now I, I have a passport. Well, that's a plus. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, I just thought it was funny. I'm like, oh, that's a reasonable drive. I actually... Um, so where I live now um, versus, like, the town I grew up in uh, mm-hmm. was always about, you know, 10, 11-hour drive away. Yep. Um, so I'm like, this is, I'm used to doing long Holy distance driving. Cow, that's far. Yeah. 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 So I, I would draw, you know, I would do a three day tour at Christmas, like go up, yeah. stay for a day and then drive back without blinking an eye. Wow. Um, so I'm like, yeah, six well, hour drive. Go. No Bunch problem. Cham- wrecked podcast. This is road trip. Yeah. I want to go to, I just want to see Scranton. The electric city. Are you kidding me? Well, you know, there's not really much here. Also, I was watching, um, uh, home alone and uh the last the last airport she goes to where she meets john candy is the scranton airport i was watching that this week really yeah i didn't know that a lot of a little fun fact there (laughs) there you go that is that is a fun fact all right well we've got some show for you yeah i mean (laughs) we got a dan levitar type show for you today (laughs) yeah which is basically what we do all the time so um we'll get to that later though so (laughs) um what do we got today? We got some recommendations. We got some news. We've got defend that tweet. Um, all kinds of good stuff. All sorts of good stuff. Actually, we should probably start it off by thanking all yes, the listeners. I was just going to say that. Um, we have just hit 3,000 followers on Twitter, um, both surpassing. Insert, the- like, uh, <laughs> you know, celebratory sound Oh, it's. Clip. I- have so many sound clips it's going to be great i might play multiple ones so (laughs) (laughs) 
but uh yeah we we started off uh, way ahead of our uh show account and it has eclipsed us uh, big time n- without blinking an eye so so thank you that means uh the sum is great or the whole is greater than the sum of its parts that's right know? so you, you have the best hole it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> we have the best hole in crypto that's right quote it <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, hashtag for the episode best hole with an H or d- uh, a W. Yes, yeah, I think <laughs> best so. Best hole in crypto is our hashtag for today's episode. <laughs> and with that, we will get right in to our recommendations. Get uh, Chamber, do you have any? I mean, I always have a recommendation of some sort. Um, let, well, I'm you have the, one, right? Uh, yeah, I'm going with the TV because we always talk about TV. And, yeah, let's uh, let's see what you got. Maybe it'll jostle something inside me. Well, specifically Netflix. Um, another one of our favorite shows just came out with mm-hmm. its third season. Um, we, You actually got me onto this show. I hadn't watched it before. Your recommendation. But season three is out. And if you haven't watched it at all, now you have have 30 or so episodes to go catch up on absolutely the show is big mouth um it is a animated show about um you know kids going through puberty as weird as that sounds but it's by nick kroll and john mulaney so if you like our sense of humor you'll love theirs because they're way funnier than <laughs> they are way funnier <laughs> so we uh, are the uh, for those of you who have watched it we are the uh, the I get the shitty hormone monster version of uh, Nick Roll and John Mulaney. How you doing, Chamber? <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? It's the hormone monster. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Did you see uh, Nick Kroll? I don't know if you follow him on Twitter. He uh, he tweeted out a picture of his. So it's it's uh, Andrew is his actual best friend from childhood, uh, and they wrote the show together. Like, uh, like like who it's portraying or the it, guy. So John Mulaney portrays Andrew, his buddy. Yeah, okay. And they so Andrew and Nick Kroll wrote the show together. Got it. And um, <laughs> and Nick Kroll tweeted out a picture of Andrew's actual dad at a restaurant eating scallops. <laughs> and it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. So I thought. So for those of you who watch it, Andrew's dad's pro. It's he's arguably my favorite character in the whole he's show. He's good. He is very good. Uh, I, All yeah. right, go watch it. That's our rectum. That's my recommendation. You got any? Um, you know what? I have been watching. Do you? I don't know if you would get this. In the, I don't know if this is a Canadian thing or not. Um, I got a free um, iPad app that you know. You know how there's like streaming services that are completely free. You just got to watch the commercials. Yeah. So I, I got one um, the other day. Downloads called. Tubi, T-U-B-I. Oh. Um, and it's free. I don't know if it's a Canadian thing or you can get it across, you know, worldwide, but it, it is free. It's got a ton of movies and TV shows on there. But the reason I got it specifically is it had the largest uh, collection of like Sasquatch and Bigfoot movies <laughs> and documentaries I have ever seen. Wow. Um, so I have been nonstop watching this for like the last two weeks just awful movies i mean just awful stuff um just poor quality poor acting uh but you will find a couple of gems i did find a couple of fantastic ones from the 70s kind of like the the peak era of bigfoot movies uh that are very very good but uh yeah if if you're not looking to spend the i don't know what netflix is charging these days i don't know what amazon prime is charging but if you're just looking for like a free option 
you know, maybe put on your kid's iPad or, you know, there's a ton of kid shows on there too. But uh, yeah, Tubi, T-U-B-I um, is my recommendation there. I got one more. What do you um, got? So I tweeted the other day that uh, this season is my favorite because they're, this time of year is my favorite because we got all my favorite sports going on. So mm-hmm. you got college football, NFL, uh, MLB playoffs, all that kind of stuff. So um, I find myself frequenting a lot of sports bars or regular bars and watching a bunch of games. Right. My least favorite thing when I'm there to watch a specific game is when I can't hear the sound or like they don't have the sound on or they're playing music over the broadcast or whatever. Yep. Uh, There is an app that is called Tunity. And it scans the television that you're watching and will broadcast the sound live through your phone. Really? So, yeah. So you can basically turn your phone into a TV speaker. Like a little speaker. Anywhere you are. Yeah. Which is so cool. So So cool. Yeah. So check that out. And it's not only sports. It'll literally just scan the... Whatever whatever, whatever stations are. So what's that called again? Tunity. Like Tunity. T U N I T Y, I believe. Yeah. Fantastic. That yeah. that's a, that's a good one. That that that's anybody a solid can use recommendation. That. that is solid. Yeah. It's better so than my <laughs> Bigfoot uh, <laughs> <laughs> movie collection <laughs> app. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. It's, it's, All right. It's, yeah. The, the recommendations, the fact that it's free and there's other stuff beside Bigfoot is is mine though. Um, no, I like I like it just uh, a. <laughs> glossary a <laughs> archive of bigfoot movies is <laughs> i mean that's what it, that's what it's been to me that's what it has been to me so no uh that's uh it's a good one i like that yours way is better, though. fantastic all right so that's the recommendations let's get right in to the news Chamber, start us off with news. What do we have in the news today? This is from... a lot of news stories here. There have been a lot of news stories. This one's from uh, theblockcrypto.com. Crypto micropayment service tip jar shutting down, citing low usage. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. How are you going to live? (laughs) This is the one that was... uh, This is the same one that was a hot item... Uh, I want to say maybe six months ago, eight months ago on Twitter yeah. that you could that you could install the little was it a lightning? Uh, no, I think that's different. That's, is that a different one? That's tippin.me. Oh, that's what it was. There you go. I was getting yes. confused. Tip so is like the original one, I believe. That's the original one. See, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm out of this. I'm out of the loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Tipjar, a cryptocurrency micropayment service built on the Ethereum blockchain network, is shutting down. Uh, a chip de- uh, a Tipjar developer announced the news on Reddit this Sunday, saying that the service has lately received very little activity. No shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? No one's filling up your No tip one's jar? tipping me anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just assume that's that's the same across the board. Uh, uh, I think so. Yeah. Tip jars supported micropayments in Ether uh, and ERC20 tokens via Reddit for free. Oh, it's a Reddit one. I see. Uh, the tip jar Reddit bot is being shut down immediately. So tipping other users on Reddit is no longer possible, said the developer, adding that the Tipjar website will shut down uh, April 10th, 2020. Users of the service, therefore, have been asked to withdraw funds as soon as possible via the Tipjar website as accounts are no longer uh, will no longer be accessible and the funds won't be able to be transferred after that date. So, you know, you stoners so out there. there's still time. 
Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I'm worried about the stoners. That's that's dangerously close to April twentieth. Uh, so they're gonna forget. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, right. So yeah, don't forget. Um, take your tips out of tip jar um, immediately. So yeah. <laughs> on the flip on the flip side tipping me is still good to go uh <laughs> <laughs> so uh please post our our link and for the record <laughs> tip in me is the name of the other company like uh, could we think of a better one there what? Like, can we, just the tip <laughs> just the tip is that what we're gonna call it next <laughs> i think it's like tipping like tipping yeah, me i get it it sounds like tip in me <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> what do you got? What do you got for news? All right. I got I got one here. Also from the block crypto dot com, a class action lawsuit against Bitfinex and Tether is being filed by the same lawyers who successfully sued Craig Wright. Uh-oh. So, yeah, uh, the quick, quick and dirty here. There's a class action lawsuit filed today against Bitfinex and Tether by the lawyers who sued Craig Wright. Bitfinex and Tether's liability to uh, the putative class allegedly surpass 1.4 trillion U.S. dollars. That's and the trillion with a T. That is trillion with a T. That is a lot of zeros. Yeah. More than you and I will ever see. In a, in a trillion years, <laughs> I've seen a lot of zeros, but it's just the the, the it's the other numbers ahead of the zeros that I'll right. It's after it's behind yeah. the decimal place. Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I believe there's eight that you yeah. can go to behind the decimal place <laughs> with uh, Bitcoin. So those are the ones you're seeing. Um, mm-hmm. And the lawsuit was filed in the Southern District of New York. Maybe I can uh, go over there and get part of this class action lawsuit. Um, <laughs> A new federal court class action lawsuit alleges over $1.4 trillion in damages suffered by the class members. This suit was filed by Vel Friedman and Kyle Roche, who uh, these are the guys that sued Craig Wright in Florida. Um, and basically, they are saying uh, they're relying on publicly available documents and they describe a sophisticated scheme that co-opted a disruptive innovation cryptocurrency and used it to defraud investors, manipulate markets and conceal illicit proceeds. So this is all that obviously is all about uh, Tether. Um, So basically they're saying tether was used to defraud people and manipulate markets and all of that and there's a class action lawsuit here so um it also says the tether controls more than 80 percent of the market stable coins in the united states and the world giving tether monopoly power Um, yeah but i mean there was literally nothing else that existed before that so i don't know we'll see what do you think trying to get in on this tether uh i mean i think yeah i mean i've been using bifinex for a little bit um you know i think the hook on the article saying you know these are the same people that sued craig wright right i think it was easy to sue craig wright if if i'm being 100 (laughs) percent honest i don't necessarily know how easy it is going to be to sue bifinex and tether um i think it's i think they're more of a i i think there's there's some there's some defense on their side that they could use that maybe Craig Wright didn't have. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm, I, I'm not into the tether fud though. I'm not a tether fudder. Um, 
You? Are you? I, I don't use it, but I mean, no, it doesn't. I'm a not a tether footer either. I, I, I was like when it first came sure. out and started and just because I, I guess I, I don't know. I didn't know better, better, better. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> uh, that was really dumb. <laughs> but no, I didn't know better. And I, you know, I don't think there's really much to be worried about here. I agree. I agree. I think it's Southern District in New York always trying to pick a fight with everybody. So, you know, you know how they <laughs> That's are. That's true. Yeah, we're a bunch of dicks over They're here. A bunch of. <laughs> Bunch of Southies. Oh no, that's yeah, Boston. Sorry. I think. No, uh, that's Boston. <laughs> Kid, no, that's fucking Boston. <laughs> Tom right. Brady, fucking Rob Gronkowski, <laughs> Big Pappy. <laughs> wicked awesome. Wicked awesome. <laughs> Gotta go to Dunkin' get a pack of dots. <laughs> Dunkin' nuts. <laughs> oh, Boston. You'll always be our favorite. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to our friends from Boston. That's right. Specifically, uh, Crypto at Night. He's my boy from Boston. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So I got another news story here. Again, I'm pulling this one from theblockcrypto.com. Everything is, for those of you uh, I think wondering, all of our stories come from there today. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, for those of you wondering why we choose this, is they have nice short news articles uh, that we can uh, that we can read um, fairly seamlessly. Actually, no, I lie. This one's a long one. Um, so I'm going to take my time with it. But yeah, the Block Crypto, <laughs> if you're looking for you know nice, easy uh, to digest news articles, uh, I would recommend. Why Combinator, Bitmain, Polychain invest over $10 million in blockchain network New Cypher ahead of its mainnet launch. Anything you have to say about that uh, reading there, Bunch? Well, first of all, fantastic job reading a headline. Um, secondly, uh, what you don't know <laughs> listening at home, and we've never had to do this. We do this show live. like We just record everything, and there's very, very frequently we ever edit anything I can, ca- I can count on one hand how many times yeah. we've edited out and of a hundred. Usually, and- if we do, it's because of something technical that happens. Correct. Um, but Chamber just botched this headline so fucking bad that I had to correct him, and then he ruined the whole thing. So he just decided, nope, that's it. I'm gonna start this over. We do- we're dumping it. So uh, Chamber just made show history. So that's sorry, right. sorry you don't get the unedited version of that. But it was really bad. I'll tell you what. If you join the Patreon, we'll send you the unedited versions. <laughs> They're pretty, they might be worth the $2 a month. Um, That's funny. So New Cypher is a blockchain network that brings data privacy to decentralized applications. Do you know that decentralized applications are also called dApps? Yes, uh, a lot I of people know. don't know that. Um, built Who on, doesn't know that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe new people. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, built on Ethereum and other public blockchains has raised $10.6 million in new funding ahead of its mainnet launch. Uh, the round is led by venture firm Polychain Capital with participations from Y Combinator, Bitmain, Bitfury, Arrington XRP Capital. I wonder if they're affiliated. They got to be, right? Um, XRP Capital. I'd have to imagine Probably. that's Ripple. Um, I would think so. Notation Capital and over 10 other firms, according to the announcement uh, on Monday. 
New Cypher said that the investors purchased the native token NU worth 10.6 million or 8% of the initial supply. Uh, the investors also agreed to stake lock their tokens for two years, meaning they will stake and run nodes of the network uh, for at least two years. And uh, McLean Wilkinson, co-founder of this New Cypher and also CEO, told the block that funding was raised via SAFT, Simple Agreement for Future Tokens, Series 2 sale, uh, bringing the firm's total funding uh, to date to about uh, $15.8 million and a valuation of $133 million. All right. So the other thing it says here is the network has launched its public testnet uh, today, and then the mainnet is expected to launch by Q1 2020. But I thought this was interesting because um, I didn't know this shit was still happening. <laughs> Right? I like, didn't you know either. Yeah, I'm sorry. What you're doing? What <laughs> right? Like, oh, people are still uh, investing in. Things. I'm sorry. Is, uh, yeah, is this article from 2017? <laughs> right, specifically, specifically something that dece- uh, brings data privacy to to DApps and decentralized applications. Yeah. First of all, since it's built on Ethereum, I think there's like there's studies and usage out there and s- saying basically nobody's using any DApps ever. Like that is so, true. Uh, now that being said, I'm hearing through oh, my sources, hearing. through my sources, name them. Uh, I can't. Sources. I can't name sources. You know. You know what happens. Uh, that you know. It was Craig Wright. Uh, <laughs> shit, <laughs> you saw right through me. But I heard that Ethereum um, with is is going to be releasing an update that could be. Yeah, that could that could change the way we're talking about these types of things currently. So maybe these. Uh, big venture capital firms know uh, have a little inside information that we don't know. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm just interested that people are still investing in things having to do with dApps. Um, I agree, specifically on the Ethereum blockchain. Like that's right, exactly. So that's why I thought this was an interesting story here because now this thing's got a valuation of 133 million. Nice. That's nothing to sneeze at. Nope. Wouldn't that make it? What? So I wouldn't uh, sneeze at 133 million. So like that would have to be. So 133 million would put its native token like ranked. You know, if it had a uh, like yeah, top 50 for sure, right? Yeah, 40, 42 or 43. That's pretty good. <laughs> Good guess. So, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like you own a bunch of altcoins. Yeah, it's only, it's weird. <laughs> like I have a crippling amount of altcoins. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got another one here also from theblockcrypto.com. Uh, CME has no plans to launch physically settled Bitcoin futures, says executives. So the derivative exchange giant, the CME group, who we are all familiar with, with um, has no plans to offer physically settled settled Bitcoin futures contract. Tim McCourt, the global head of equity index and alternative investment products, um, told or said that today. Recently, they announced that it's going to launch Bitcoin options contracts in Q1 of 2020 based on increasing client demand and robust growth in its Bitcoin futures markets, which is, I would say, encouraging. No. I would say that is very encouraging. 
Yeah. So uh, Tim McCourt here is quoted saying, since we launched Bitcoin futures in December 2017, the number one demand from customers has been for options on our futures. Um, That's what McCourt said. So essentially, you know, give me call and put options on Bitcoin. Um, He added the institutional interest in Bitcoin is growing, but they need time to become more familiar with the market and get approval to use new products. Uh, This is coming on last week's backed launch, um, and they have physically settled Bitcoin future contracts. Um, But there's been very slow demand. Backed hasn't done very much volume, um, and they're still looking to, you know, set up, I guess a lot of their core clients is what they said. Um, but pretty interesting. What are your thoughts? I, uh, I, you know, I have many thoughts on this topic, actually. Uh, you do? <laughs> no, not really. I was going to say, that's, that's kind of surprising to me. <laughs> I have many well thought out ideas uh, for the future of blockchain and cryptocurrency. Um, no, I, I, I don't know. If, I think it's good. Is that good? Is that good? We're good. <laughs> what do you think? Is it, you, you think it's good? I would, I mean, I think if, if, if what they're saying is true, which it's, I mean, he's talking about his own business here, that, uh, there's high demand and of their Bitcoin futures markets. So, you know, everybody's been making fun of backed recently because they they launched, they launched with no volume and they don't have, you know, everybody's like quoting the daily backed volume, but I mean, CME was first, right? Yep. So, but CME and, also launched during, you know. Yeah, it like the December twenty seventeen, <laughs> right? So, uh, and everybody just shorted it to the ground. Yeah, clearly. But um, my point is, you know, there is interest out there, mm-hmm. and so all of that stuff is to come. Um, so I don't think the low volume for backed right this moment is currently indicative of what's to come that's my thoughts yeah i think you know um options contracts on bitcoin is pretty interesting though i agree i was actually i think i was listening to our smarter uh podcast the the smarter version (laughs) of our podcast um which would be ledger cast uh Uh, with with brian and josh (laughs) yes uh (laughs) yeah for the record they are the ying to our yang um but i think they were talking about that and how yeah and how you know cme launched during bull and backed is launching now and they i'm pretty sure was them but they were saying it was you know it's going to be a slower release right because um of of where the market is and and i think eventually will will be a force to to be reckoned with uh, as far as volume and and whatnot Um, but i i think there's a comparison there um between the the memes and stuff we're seeing with backed and the memes we're seeing with our friends over at beeksy um you know launching time of launch uh altcoins are taking a shit uh you know nobody's really nobody's really looking to uh to trade nothing's really popping off and and you know Beeksy has had trouble with with volume uh since their launch and they've they've suffered some backlash from you know from from a lot of the people on twitter and and i'm sure in in many other uh social medias but yeah i think it's just a matter of time where you know these companies like backed or I i don't know is backed a company am i saying that properly I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. B A K K T. Yeah, but is it a company? 
Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, right? I, th- I thought so. But yeah, these companies like Back, like Beeksy, uh, may have the last laugh once, you know, we're rolling again in uh, in high volume with with Bitcoin and with altcoins. So do you, see, do you see a correlation there or am I just, you know, smoking, so the- smoking the gange? <laughs> well, you are. Well, but- I am. <laughs> Too no, much. I, think there, I think there is a correlation. Um, you know, we'll see. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know either. Um, yeah. It's but fun. I like watching it. I like watching what's happening. <laughs> I think calling, I think options contracts on Bitcoin are interesting, though. Are you familiar what an options contract is? Um, I am, but pretend I'm not. Um, <laughs> for the for the listeners out there, obviously, well, being the smart person that I am, I know what it is. Obviously, right. but you know, for those people that are listening that may not know, could you explain it to them? Yeah, so it's just a different way to essentially bet on the appreciation or uh, decline of an asset, right? So, you know, right now, like with CME, you buy futures contracts that settle at a certain time, right? And so this would allow you essentially to do it based on a certain price rather than a certain time. And you can um, essentially name the price you want to either buy or sell at and the time period for your bet to expire right so basically it's a agreement between two parties Mm -hmm. to uh, facilitate a potential transaction involving uh you know a a day a price and date so like your call option would be a leverage bet on the appreciation of an asset while put options are the opposite so from price declines um you know, so example would be, you know, a call writer. If you're, if something is, say, if Bitcoin's at ten thousand, a call writer's gonna look to like sell Bitcoin at eleven thousand if it hits that within a certain time period. So say a month. And if it stays below, the guy doesn't sell, obviously, and he can put out another call option. And the same, the opposite would be true in a put option, right? Now, if memory serves me correct, I think I was under the impression that even if you're shorting or putting, uh, you still have to hold the physical Bitcoin. Does that sound right to you? Yes. So, right. So that's basically what this... Isn't that uh, counterintuitive? Why would you want to hold something if you're going to put a... Do you know what I'm saying? Well, that's what the call and put allows you to do, right? So uh, it, and that's kind of what this whole article is about. Basically, CMA is saying, hey, we're not doing physically settled Bitcoin futures yet. Right. Physically settled, meaning you own the underlying asset. Right. right. The entire time of the contract, I'm assuming. Right. And backed. Backed is physically settled Bitcoin right. contracts, whereas CME is not. So that's the big difference. So that's why you would need to hold the underlying asset, which is why you can't currently do it at um, at CME. That Got makes it? sense. Yep, I think so. Yeah. I mean, again, I already knew that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but for the you know for the listeners out there that may not have known, you know, uh, right. it's, it's good right. for them to hear it. Uh, from, yeah from you know from somebody that knows what they're talking about like yourself well you know take that nose <laughs> i mean between the two of us <laughs> yeah right 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 um do you have any more i do not i got i got nothing I've, i have one more here this does not come from the block crypto but um basically so this comes from bloomberg 
and we were talking about Libra last yes. week. Uh, one, I did see that PayPal backed out of Libra. Yes. So we were talking about Visa and MasterCard mm-hmm. backing out of Libra. And then PayPal went Uh-oh. and did, did it, right? So um, this says... Good news, Facebook doubters. You can bet on Libra being delayed. So um, the this, hold on, let me just see here. CoinFlex, a crypto futures exchange that launched earlier this year, is offering a derivative, so just like we're talking about a futures contract, right, that payout based on the likelihood that Libra will be operational by the end of 2020. So Facebook said it plans to begin, you know, basically by the middle of next year, but won't do so until regulators are satisfied. Um and a substantial qualifier given the misgivings of the policymakers, you know, from Europe and everybody. So basically now at CoinFlex, you can take futures on whether or not uh, Bit or Libra will be operational in these time periods. So um, this is at CoinFlex and it's going to offer futures and they settle as Libra tokens, which I think is kind of funny because <laughs> <laughs> if you're betting, right. If you're betting against it being operational uh, ever, like if you're just right. a doubter, why would you want to be paid in Libra? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know. That seems insane, but so they say then to the initial price of these contracts, um, you know, whatever the, the price equates to uh, for the, you know, the contract says that it's basically giving at current price a 30% chance that Libra is going to launch in 2020. What do you think? Higher or lower? Take your bet. Your 30% seems pretty good. I'm going to say lower. I, I I think, I don't think it launches. Uh, I think. Even though, ever? Ever. I think I'm. Wow. I think it doesn't launch. Wow. I think you you had brought up some sort of conspiracy. Oh, yeah. I said, uh, and, uh, right? I said, what if, yeah, I basically said, what if this is all a play to, like, they're cooperating with the government so they can look like they're, you know, oh, sorry, we're not going to do this Libra thing. But, and then the government says, if you don't do Libra, we'll basically get off your back about all the other right. shit you got going on. Now you got me thinking. <laughs> that's my tinfoil hat. That's that good. Was, oh, so you like that? I that's, like it. That stuck with you. That huh? did stick with me. Yeah. There you go. I did stick with me. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. All that right. Is- so that's good. Um, I'm going to say 30% that it launches in 2020. I'm going to say under. I think it, I don't think it will launch next year, even though uh, Zuck Bucks is saying that uh, within the first six months of next year. I don't now, know. I think it's Now, that being order. said, though, that being said, if to, like I, and I, if 2020 looks like 2017 for whatever reason, yeah, then that changes a whole bunch of stuff. Are you banking on that? I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I've been waiting for alt season. I've been waiting for bull markets for a long time. Uh, do you ever think we're going to see a, like a real alt season again? Like like we saw in 2017? Yeah. Yes. Yes? I do think so. Yeah. 100%. Wow. I think that would... Honestly, like when you look at... Yeah, but in order for us to have like another alt season, people, you know, there's so many yeah, people yeah. You with need underwater retail. bags. Yeah, but there's so many people with underwater bags that all this right now... Like anything new is going to be hitting these giant cells. So what would you say? So say, you know, 
you you obviously got into crypto in 2017 okay yes but for whatever reason was unfortunate yeah unfortunately i hear you um (laughs) but let's say you were in crypto in 2015 okay sure what do you think the what do you think the retail pool grew by from 2015 to 2017 like x wise you know what i mean exponentially right so it had enough to cover any sort of bags that were underwater the first time we'll say do you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I still think when you look at the numbers, we didn't even hit. Um, did we hit? Like, I'm trying to think of the total market cap uh, was, you know, I, I forget what the total market cap was for all cryptocurrency. It was about, a, we hit a trillion it, at some point. No, I don't think we hit a trillion. I think we had maybe 750, 800, 800, uh, 800 billion. Oh, but we I never, we I don't think we ever trillion. hit a trillion. At 800 billion, when you're looking at, global markets is nothing you know what i mean yeah if if crypto becomes what you know what we're hoping it becomes i think the next the next wave will be you'll have enough retail buyers that sell-offs people that are just basically cutting their bags after it pumps for whatever right you know what i mean they'll be taking there'll be a drop in the bucket it'll be taken out by buyers so fast that the people, I, I, this is just my opinion, obviously. I have fucking no clue what's happening. Uh, but I, I still think in the next bull run, whenever, you know, obviously it's going to start with Bitcoin. Bitcoin hits to 30000 50000 If Bitcoin got to $100,000, say next year or in the next whatever, 18 months, like you don't think people will be flying through the doors buying all sorts of Tron and XRP and you know what I mean? Like it'll be bananas. Yeah, no, I guess. It'll right. be bananas. Um, so we'll see. Again, I'm just trying to get everybody nice and moist uh, for the next one. So you, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you're doing it for me. But no, hey, that's all right. I, you know me. I'm the skeptic. You are. Here, you're, 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm the skeptic. Um, but... Anyway, all right. Well, that's going to do it for the news. Look at that. That's like that's five crypto news stories. This is a real crypto podcast, people. Okay, today it is <laughs> today. Yeah. Today, thanks to the block crypto. Thank you, block crypto. <laughs> not a sponsor. Hashtag. No, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor uh, at all. Yeah. Could be. Should be. Anyway, all right. We are going to get into one of our new favorite segments. It's. Defend that tweet. The defense is not back, Mom. Hey, let's get our energy going at the defensive end. We play defense. So, I got six tweets here <laughs> that have happened it's, in the last month. That is so funny. Uh, I always Shit, get that have happened in the last two weeks. I get scared weeks. of these things so much. Uh, okay, well, well, one we've touched on a little bit already so what, all right i'm gonna me. start with this one because you've kind of already made reference to it so right. but I'll, I'll touch on it so this i don't know when this was from because it's too long um this is it says i sometimes feel bad for the type of crypto podcast wrecked podcast is but then i listen to ledger status and carpe noctum on ledgercast and realize that bunch you bets and i are their yang defend that tweet that is um i don't think any defense necessarily i do feel bad occasionally again not bad bad but you know like are we even a crypto podcast anymore we have so much fun uh we laugh with our guests so our guests have fun 
you know, time after time, we always hear, you know, afterwards, that, you know, they've had a blast. Um, so I never feel bad about that part, but it's just like, are we really a crypto podcast? But then I listen to LedgerCast with, you know, with Brian and Josh, and they're so smart and they provide such, you know, technical analysis, technical information. And it's just like, oh, okay. People are being taken care of out in the world with them and with other great, you know, yeah, you know, I Peter and and Luke and you know, there's a ton of people out there putting out great content, and you know, there's a few of us, uh, and again, I don't think anybody does it better than us that provide entertaining crypto uh, information, and yes, I, and I think that's we're just filling a, a niche, and I do feel better when I hear smart podcasts, so I feel better about our show when I see that there are. Do you want to be smarter? No, I don't. Because I mean, it's just I wouldn't. We would. You might be good at it, but I, I definitely wouldn't be good at it. I mean, I could be good. I at think it you could. I wanted I, to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just don't want to, and I would much rather make uh, pee pee and poo poo jokes. Uh, well, I mean, like, look, we. I, I like. To, I do this because I have fun doing it. Right. If I exactly. had to be one hundred percent smart all the time, I would not have as much fun doing it. Right. I agree. So, I agree. So, and I think people. Obviously, there are people that listen to it, so they must have fun as well. Um, so there's yeah. literally dozens of you, <laughs> upwards of twenty people, upwards uh, of dozens. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I, that that made me feel better. Yeah, when I listen to other people's podcasts. But come uh, on, I think you're sometimes you're a little you're being too harsh. I mean, our crypto cred episode that was it was solid. Of solid, it was solid. Content, Absolutely then followed by you know what mascot he could beat up in a fight. That was great. That was, I mean, that was great entertaining content right there. So, um, come on again. I'm not saying we're not entertaining. I'm not saying we're not good. I'm not saying we're not fun. I, I occasionally have a crisis of faith when it comes to, uh, how crypto we are, but, uh, our guests are very crypto. So do you even crypto? I don't even know anymore, dude. (laughs) 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 All right. I got one for you. Um, maybe one of my favorite gifts or gifs, as you say, and I think as the inventor of gifs says, uh, oh, this is go. from October first. Uh, just saw a dude rollerblading in the dark in my neighborhood. <laughs> Not sure where I am or what is real. And the gif is uh, the black guy in the underwear roller, uh, rollerblading and giving that super sexy look. Great, great gif. Uh, great tweet. Uh, that one made me laugh. Uh, so- <laughs> Oh, and it's funny because my wife had come home. I think I said this the other day where she just came home with all this Halloween stuff because she loves Halloween and she loves to decorate for Halloween. So she like decorated our outdoor, like our outside patio and put like spider webs and all this stuff up. And, you know, so I'm walking my dog at, I don't know, around eight o'clock. It's dark. And so I got Halloween on the brain. And all of a sudden, there's like this big hill, like where I live, and I see this thing in the shadows, and it looks to me like it's walking like a zombie. Like it is just making these really awkward movements that somebody walking wouldn't make. Right. And I'm like, all right, what the hell is this? And they're coming up the hill. (gasps) And I'm like trying to get a little closer to see, and my dog's like, what the hell is that? I finally get close enough to realize that it is somebody in the pitch dark rollerblading up the hill. 
And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why? One, why are you rollerblading? Two, why are you rollerblading at night? Three, why are you coming up this hill? And then he like passes me and I'm like, I think that was a guy rollerblading. And then I walk around the corner and then just down the hill, he just goes. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) So I immediately sent that tweet. I'm like, what, where am I? That's I'm in the funny. middle of rural Pennsylvania, some dude rollerblading at, at the pitch black. So, you know, I questioned my existence for a minute. I would too. Uh, that would definitely mess me up. So, all right, let's see here. I have one, um, let's see, from yesterday. Oh, okay. Uh, at 9.21 p.m. I just want you to express your sentiment here and why you felt like this. I think I know this one. It just says, it's great to be here with all of you. <laughs> I was just having a moment of reflection. Um, how we talk, I mean, you know, we talk to each, you and I talk to each other, I, you know, more or less every day, uh, yeah, whether it's, much. you know, you know, DMing or, you know, on the show. Or tasteful uh, dick pics. Or t- absolutely tasteful dick pics. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but you know just the people we interact with on twitter uh, you know in some cases on a daily basis you know I, I i talk to a lot of these people more than i talk to you know my own grandmother i was going there if you didn't but uh yeah no i just uh you know it's it, sometimes we take it for granted it's like oh we got all these fun people here that are you know uh we might be anonymous, but you know, a lot of us are, are friends or friendly with each other. Um, and yeah, just, uh, I, I may have been a little high as well, but, it was, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I think, uh, yeah. Would you say nine forty five? Yeah, I was pretty high. Uh, nine twenty one. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a bong ripping time for me. Um, <laughs> but, uh, nonetheless, I still felt, uh, uh, uh you know, akin with uh, my Twitter folks and just wanted to show some affection. That's so very nice of you. Uh, many people did not feel the same way. No. I'm really starting to think I am <laughs> muted on a lot of people's timelines. Uh, <laughs> but then occasionally, I'm, uh, yeah, occasionally I do get one that has some, some, some love behind it. But yeah, not, they're few and far between these days. All right. Next. All right. I got one for you here. Um, where'd it go? Yeah, this one's good. So this was, I'm assuming this happened IRL. Um, you tweeted a screenshot of your, Oh yeah. Uh, I'm assuming Twitter DMs. It looks like here. Um, this was two days ago. This was on the fifth. Oh, yep. Um, and uh, your, your cap, your caption was just cool. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is from, uh, Jordan. Yeah. Call him out, right? It just say, at, say at that. Howard at Howtard. How I can't even read. I'm a Howtard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's at H O W T A R D underscore J. There you go. At Howtard underscore J. Hello, friend. Uh, and then it says here you accepted the request to chat. You say hello. Uh, Howtard says, "Hey, are you knowledgeable about blockchain mining?" <laughs> <laughs> and you respond upside down smiley face water pistol emoji uh, <laughs> uh and then he uh did not reply anything after that um i thought that was very funny that made me laugh out loud i like water pistol emoji a lot i don't use it enough 
Um, that's, a, that's a frequent combo from me. Upside down smiley face. Yeah, water basically fist. shoot me in the brain. I <laughs> like that one. That, that one's nice. Uh, I'm a big fan of, of I'm a big, a big fan of green water pistol gun. Yeah, um, yeah. I, so I like that one. Frequent, frequent combo for me. I, I mean, just to defend it, we all get these. Uh, you know, they're scammers, right? Of course, and yeah. They're just trying to get you to deposit to a wallet or something. But like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I mess with them and I really enjoy myself. And then sometimes, like yesterday <laughs> or Saturday, I was just like, ah, I can't deal with this. Really, <laughs> not today. Like, not today. Yeah. How tired? Not today. Yeah, not today. Uh, that was it. So. <laughs> cool was my response all right i got let's see i got <laughs> you can rhyme off i i those are the only two i had for you uh okay, so you, so, you can, you can right, hammer me a with a couple, couple. all right uh speaking of you know your so this one was from about a month ago almost oh jeez this is nine twenty six. so this is from september 26th all right oh no maybe not i guess it's a couple weeks, weeks back at 9 55 p.m Oof. very very cryptic a little bit it all just right. says it just says i'd be a very popular celebrity dot 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 and i think my favorite thing about this tweet is it got five likes <laughs> <laughs> story of my life I but would, like I'd be a very popular celebrity, and your tweet isn't even popular. Not, not popular at all. I would be very popular. So uh, why defend that tweet? I think uh, just dealing. I think I, I may have been watching an interview. I don't know if it was a sports interview or some sort of actor interview. And I was just like, these people are so fucking boring. Like if I was like a, you know an actor or a, you know an athlete, I mean I would be. You know the new the press would love me first of all. Uh, I would you know, ma- imagine if I had a million Twitter followers. How much how much more I would tweet? You know what I mean? Like this is what I'm saying. If I had a a a audi- an audience that these celebrities have, uh, I would be a must follow uh, on Twitter. I think, uh, and I, I would be a must see interview on the big interview shows like you know Kimmel's and Fallon's and stuff like that. Wow, you're yeah, going. That I would far, be. Huh? Yeah, I would be. I would be huge. I think people would. Uh, I feel most celebrities have very, very, you know, limited personalities, and it doesn't come across very well, uh, you know, when they when they do get interviewed. So that's wow. Uh, that's uh, You're, you are a hero in your own. Mind. Oh my god! If you only knew <laughs> how important I think I am. You, uh, <laughs> it's fantastic. My wife. I mean, there are very few people that know the truth about me. I guess everybody listening now. But yeah, my wife. Uh, and my family, uh, you know, my, my, my mom and dad are very aware of my delusions of grandeur. And, uh, yeah, it, you know, it is what it is. But I stand by it. I stand by it. I, I, I Look, you're very important to me. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, another one here from the day before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, day, the day before. Uh, watched the movie Vice. Turns out I'm more like Dick Cheney than originally thought. Hashtag unexpected. Yeah, unexpected indeed. I mean, me, like everybody else, have always assumed kind of Dick Cheney was this monster behind the shadows, which he is. Uh, but uh, who knew there was a, uh, uh, again, this was after watching Vice, which is a dramatized adaptation of his life. But I tell you, I definitely found some similarities between him and I. Um like uh, yeah um uh, just uh 
not cadence. He doesn't speak like I do. Uh, but uh, he really he had two he had two daughters and uh, a very motivational wife, uh, which I have you know all three of. I have two two kids. My wife really motivates me, um, and just his ability to you know m- move within. Um, you know the political game. I think I think I have uh, similar attributes there as well. Uh, but yeah, just his stature. Are you announcing your uh, presidential I, uh, candidacy well, here? <laughs> <laughs> not to get political, but man, it is uh, <laughs> up for grabs in the U.S. <laughs> hey, I, I gotta tell you, you would be a very popular president. <laughs> <laughs> very popular. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it, it. I feel like it is up for grabs in the U.S. right now. So. Um, Maybe I'll throw my hat in the ring. Honestly, I'd vote for you. I uh, can't though. Not till next election. Oh right. I'm not old enough. Uh, how old do you have to be? I believe 35. Do you really? Yeah. I'm I don't know if we positive. have that in Canada. I'm almost well. I'm almost positive that you have to be 35. Interesting. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So um, next 2024, the right. year of bunch you. The year. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's uh, Trustnet and Bunchu. Is, <laughs> is Mark going to be your uh, your vice? Yeah, actually, Mark Yesko should be the president, and I'll just be I'll be his vice. That's all right. That's but a good I'll deal. be like you know I'll be the popular vice president. You know, that's all I really want anyway. Is like you know you he just wants to be really in charge of all that right. I, I just, just want like the, the illusion of yeah. I just want to be. Right. I want the illusion of power. Uh, all right, I got two more here for all right, you. What do you got? Uh, this comes from 9.30 at 6.35 p.m. I've spent my life trying to be Lincoln Hawk, in parentheses, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, from over the top, but now I look like Bull Hurley, FML. So, uh, actually, I, I was going to save this for when we did a, uh, like, two, tr- or what is it, two lies, one truth, or something like that, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, I actually used to be, so uh, as, a, as a young lad, I was a monster child. So I'm a big guy now, but I'm just kind of like regular big now. When I was a kid, I was a freak. Okay. Like it was, it was weird. <laughs> uh, and my dad with, you know, dollar signs in his eyes got me into, uh, prof- I guess not professional, amateur arm wrestling uh, as, a, as a kid. And I was <laughs> exceptional at it. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. And he would make me watch. No, he wouldn't make me watch. He introduces me to the movie over the top. I mean, with- there is uh, some real staunch differences between Star Tales dad and Roy's dad <laughs> and your dad. <laughs> I would. That's a TV show I would watch. Chamber uh, and Roy's dad are, are the Mac and Charlie's mom of oh Crypto. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so as a child, I was uh, I was a, a very good competitive arm wrestler. And I watched the movie over the top, probably the movie I've watched the most in my life, like really. Um, and yeah, I, I, Sylvester Stallone, I mean, I watched Rocky, I watched Rambo, I watched Over the Top, I watched Cobra, I watched all the Sylvester Stallone movies. Sylvester Stallone was my idol. So I always wanted to be him. And my daughter, I introduced my daughter to Over the Top, uh, I think probably when I tweeted that out. And... Uh, 
she looks at the TV and it's and it's kind of towards the end where you know, it's the big arm wrestling championship and she looks at Bull Hurley who is the you know the bad guy in the movie and she's like dad you look just like him and I said <laughs> FML uh, and and uh, yeah realize that there is a uh, a pretty uh, a send pretty, tweet yeah pretty accurate uh, comparison there Fiona uh, so yeah it was uh, it was it was disheartening. But at least I look like a professional arm wrestler, so uh, there you go. silver lining. Your dad would be proud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, staunch <laughs> difference between Roy's dad yeah. and my dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go with the last one here, and then we'll wrap this up. Comes from September 24th at 10.14 p.m. Uh, note the time of this. Yeah, these late-night ones are a mess. Yep. Well, I feel like I know why you're asking this now, <laughs> based on what you just said. Serious question. Is a Pringles can a single <laughs> serving? Defend that tweet. <laughs> I am not a Pringles fan, for the record. Uh, so wow, yeah. Uh, I mean, they were in the house, and I—I I, I mean, I've—I've I've had them in the past, and I do feel that it is a single serving. Uh, even though I, I didn't check the label, I'm sure that gives you serving sizes uh, on the you know on the nutrition guide, uh, but. Yeah, uh, I, I I was I'm pretty sure in the past I've killed a a tube of Pringles. Is that what we're calling it? A tube of Pringles? Yeah, I would say that's about a right. Can of or, Pringles? Or I think can. I think it's can. can. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think? You're you're, you're a man who's not afraid of a a, a meal. Uh, <laughs> is uh, <laughs> is is a Pringles can a silver s- serving? Let's let's put it this way. I would not be ashamed of eating an entire right. Like I wouldn't even. You're right. Like for for example, first of all, I feel like there's more. So like if you ate a bag of chips, I feel like there's way more chips in a bag. Way more chips. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. So I yeah, I like you said. I don't think unless the bag is Lay's and that's seventy five percent air. That is that's a lot of air. Uh, I'm talking to you, Lay's. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, Lay's. If you're listening, we got beef. Yeah. Don't bring Frito into this. Just Lay's. Um, no. Yeah, no, Frito's fine. But but you're right. Like I wouldn't even feel bad for eating a full can of of. So Pringles. I said, once you pop, the fun don't stop. That's not their slogan for no reason. That's right. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they just made. Like it's not like oh yeah, there's party. No, it's it's that's it. You pop the can, you eat the can. End of story. That's it. <laughs> I'm, I, I like it. So I'm with you on that one. Okay, good. Uh, All right. Let us know what you think. Is a Pringles can single serving? Um, That's going to do it for us. Uh, We had, you know, some good crypto. We got uh, some uh, good defend that tweet in. What else? Yeah, I'm 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 surprised that we unearthed my childhood, uh, you know, professional arm wrestling uh, career. I told you, I'm basically like your therapist. (laughs) This is you're just on the couch for everyone to listen to, (laughs) just to get unzipped every day and the problem yeah. with me though is i will unleash anything that that comes to my head so right. i have zero filter uh it's coming out if, if you can do if you can just kind of you know dust away the the surface dirt uh you will find a lot of treasures underneath there <laughs> see i'm pretty sure i'm good at that part That's i think so i think at. you are That's why we're such a great team <laughs> <laughs> i agree uh, all right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, we have, are we doing live on th- Wednesday? I ordered a camera. 
So it's coming tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, my. All right. So we are coming at you live on Wednesday. I already have my outfit picked out. Do you? I have uh, this new camera I got has apparently built-in green screen technology. Oh, sick. So you don't even need a green screen. That's dope. We'll see how it works. Well, I'll be in my home office, but I will be... I will have a great outfit on. I'm gonna have a green man outfit on. I was hoping <laughs> you'll just be if you put on the green screen, you won't appear. That's right. It'll just be a floating uh, head. Yeah, I was hoping I'd have the Canadian candy already, so I could. Well, who knows? Who knows? Who knows what kind of delivery I I do? Yes, uh, tomorrow. We're only we're only five uh, hours away. I so. think it, I, I'm I'm going to Purelater or FedEx. So, except it might have to clear customs that way, though. <laughs> I'll go in the morning. Anyway. All right. So we will be live on Wednesday. So you can come in and troll us. We should, um, we should, (laughs) we should do something funny where like people, you do like a live defend that tweet with people in the troll box. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think that'd be fun. (laughs) Or, you know, something to that effect. We can, uh, we'll think of something here in the next couple of days, but come out, listen to us. What are we? Seven o'clock Eastern. Is that what we're doing? Uh, yes, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the only time zone God's that you need to know. Uh, <laughs> that's right, God's time zone. <laughs> A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> no. No. All right. <laughs> let's let's land this bird. All right, that's going to do it for us. Until next time, don't get wrecked, and that is financial advice.